Hello guys, welcome to Hershey Baby Podcast Episode 4. Today's episode title is, is lobbying good or bad for the um, American economy. I'll be asking the questions and, and, answering, it, and answering the questions during today's podcast. Thank you for listening and have a good time. First question I'm going to ask, to what extent does the Congress play in the road? To what extent does Congress play a role in domestic policy? The Congress obviously has a obviously has an important role in domestic policy. Next question: To what extent does Congress play a role in foreign policy? In foreign policy, the Congress doesn't have a lot of power. They don't have control of areas of other nations outside our borders. Nations like Puerto Rico, I'm not sure they got control or control over their affairs and funding and money issues, but I'm a, I'm a, I'm pretty sure they're under protection of Puerto Rican, but it's not terrible. I'm 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 not sure what's going on over there. I'm, I'm not my concern, but around U.S. borders, Congress has power to control the money flow throughout the country. Who gets the money? Who receives the money? That type of stuff. To what extent does the Congress play? To be sure, uh, I use evidence. Uh, my evidence is according to the Nepal lesson. Congress had the power over the purse. Congress has the power over the purse, which means they have the power to control the budget. Like yes, the power to control money flow. Who gets it? Who doesn't get it? How much they get? When they get it? Which districts get it? State? Which which like states of the country receives more of a loan? Then other sections and stuff like that. I'm, I'm not sure it worked like that in the last part, but it's how it is. Describe the difference between mandatory and discretionary spending. Mandatory spending is spending on certain businesses, programs that is required by law. Like, you're supposed to spend your money or on, like, Security, social security. I think we discussed this yesterday about a president who even thinks about cutting social security funding. They basically get removed out of office. It's just like because the seniors vote a lot. Like they vote a lot. I, I I'm a, I wasn't really ready it. I wasn't really aware of how much they vote because I I didn't pay attention to how much they vote. That's it. Um. They also manage school. For, hold up. Yeah, you must get my loans to school that's operational, like Kilt, Tresbits, schools like those, hospitals. Uh, what else? Military funding. What they doing over there, bro? Sorry. Hold up. They also. Hmm. Mandatory spending is. Like, they also spend their money on major healthcare programs, like I mentioned, Medicare. A lot of Social Security, income security programs. Federal civilian and military retirement, veterans program, other programs as well. 
I can't get too in depth. I'm gonna waste all my time. I got a limited amount of time. I can't exceed that time. Like, 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 like President Barack Obama. He, he used the mandatory care to uh, assert power and made Obamacare, which helped people who need health care, who doesn't and don't have like the papers to get health care. Like illegal immigrants, Americans who doesn't have good track records, and etc. On to discretionary spending. It's not like mandatory spending. It's not required by law. It's just adjusted annually throughout a preparation of bills. Like, like operation mandates. Like you need to like. I'm not sure it's law that you must keep your stuff operated. Or like it is law. Uh, I don't know that Americans spend billions of dollars and we in debt. That we in debt because of that stuff. Operation maintenance, military personnel. So we're uh, we charge development, test, and evaluation. That that's for like military defense. Do Americans spend their money on do military defense? But non-defense discretionary spending is. We don't do that stuff. Like, we don't take care of our children' ed- education. Well, do I so many cases of people going to jail as it is now? And it's probably one of the reasons people don't have <laughs> common sense. Ch- education, training, employment, social services. I mean, I'm not sure. sure. To be honest, transportation is, I'm not sure it does good. It's all right, but this should lower car purchases and. Veteran benefits and service, you should, it should contribute more to veterans. Income security, I need my income security. I'm disappointed how they take off with dollars and my stuff. Health, administrative justice, we need all justice and Supreme Courts. I believe that's the leg- judicial branch who manage administration of justice, attorney nation affairs. I'm not sure what attorney nation, international or international affairs, like other countries, Funding what we do with those trading business like with China and the um what's that place called the U the ER the European nation the ER and that's it for mandatory spending and dis and discretionary spending. Now on to the next section. During this next discussion, I will be discussing about is lobbying a good or bad thing in interest groups as well. I, I I touched on talking about lobbying being good or bad during the intro at the beginning of the podcast. But at the same time, I'll be discussing the interest group, which is uh, like, hmm, it goes into lobbying and explains how lobbying works. It's just the foundation of how lobbying is used, but I I, I believe it is. Like, like, an interest group is an a organized group of individuals that make policies. Really, an interest group is an organized group of individuals that make policies related appeals to the government. Uh, it's like, mm, like one way an interest group interacts with the like. With governments and politics, they try to shape policies which they can do by 
mobilizing voters or putting the direct pressure on the elected officials like bureaucrats, the Congress, the legislative branch, and the representatives, I think. No, not representatives. I think it's just the um, bureaucrats and um, congressmen who they put pressure on, direct pressure on, on, on those specific elected officials. I believe it's a third one, but I, I, I'm not really sure. The second, yeah, the second thing interest groups also do is gather information they can provide for the elected officials to help them, like, they can get the elected officials to, they can give information to the elected officials in return, like, get it like a law sign, which is like lobbying, bribery, what I was discussing earlier. That's why these two things intertwine with one another. And give it that congressman who's trying to be reelected. Getting information to help the people who like like the the interest groups I was talking about, I believe that for the people, like at times they for the people in which they in turn help the congressman to get reelected. So they're like they're supposed to be made up of expert. No, not expert, they like the congressmen are supposed to be experts. Hmm. No, not the congressmen. The bureaucrats are supposed to be experts and they had to be run for election again. So if they receive like an intergroup like information, I don't know, I'm not sure what they do with it. They just probably like uh like the bureaucrats funding situation is not very high like the congressman is. Like they get like low income compared to congressmen. So I I believe they mentioned the intergroups like how I say this? The information the interest group suggests or allow or bring to the table is very high. So the the congressman pay for it. So the bureaucracy does ha doesn't have the funds or the loans, I believe, at the moment, <laughs> to uh get get the information in turn which they wanted. I'm gonna get one thing clear. Um, the interest groups are not politician groups. Politician groups are. A group that try to get reelected based on people views, the interest groups try interest groups like exist to get the policies. Well, like groups are also they also like they influence the policy. Like they the what they call it, interest groups. Like you show an interest to what they talking about, so they influence your policy to get the politician group reelected. For whatever, whatever group they support, the Republicans or Democrats. So, in conclusion, lobbying is just another way for people to get leverage on one another in the um, battle of politician or power and well, funding in the battle of politician or power. So, the why I say I might a mutual thing, and my, and my answer for the beginning of the podcast is that they. America, no, it's not gonna stop. That lobby is just a, it is a mutual aspect that people can say is good and bad. It's just a matter, of, it's just a matter of people who use it, whether it's a good way or, or bad way, like for bad benefit for the country. I, that's when, when uh, lobbying because a bad thing. What, what does it benefit the people who vote for the politicians and the presidents and etc.
Nigga, my answer. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Have a good day. Thank you.